What's up, y'all? <clears throat> it's your man, Ernest, who you love, Ernest. Same guy, different name. No, that wasn't a corona clear throat. That was a, this is an early morning, <clears throat> and I'm still kind of waking up. Clear type of throat. And I have my tea over here, so that should help out with anything um, that's going on. But uh, here with another episode of the Ernest Thoughts Podcast. Uh, sorry for the late upload um, yesterday. I planned on uploading yesterday it being Sunday. Um, I planned on uploading, I mean not uploading, but you know, recording the episode then. You know how I do over the weekends, but I got super tired, super busy. Um, yeah, my job has me slumped for lack of better wording. But we're here now. We're here, and I'm kind of glad that uh, I got to record at least this segment, or um, this episode, but at least this segment here, this first topic here later on, because it wasn't until later on yesterday, last night, where I found out this news about um, the woman who designed the dress for AOC at the at the Met Gala. So maybe that'll be the thumbnail. Um, of this episode but I'm pretty sure y'all have seen the dress AOC um, you know the faux progressive the faux uh, uh, socialist fake woke just just straight terrible actress uh, that she is uh, compulsive liar um, wannabe celebrity wannabe social media uh influencer all that in the former bartender all of that in one her yeah so if you are unfamiliar with her after me naming all of her titles i i don't know what to tell you go on your favorite search engine and do some more looking up of alexandria ocasio cortez aka aoc so She was at the Met Gala, as many people were at the Met Gala. I'm not going to discuss the Met Gala, or who wore what, or what wore who. Um, I will talk about something similar to that, at uh, or at least along the lines of the Met Gala. Um, the last topic, and you'll see that when you see that or hear that, when you hear that, of course. Um, but... She was there and she wore a dress basically that was, it looked cheap as fuck. It didn't look expensive, but you know, when you're, you're in that world of designing and the high fashion and shit, the, the, the simplest of things like a white dress with red writing on it can be labeled expensive. Although there's really nothing super expensive about it. I'm sitting at this table and I just feel icky sitting here, but I don't feel like standing either. The dilemmas I have, and yes, I'm still recording outside. Anyways, it's very, very fitting and very odd that um, the designer who designed this dress, allegedly, I, I still have to say, um, has been committing tax fraud for years now she hasn't been paying her taxes for years you know the designer of the tax the rich dress where LLC wore said dress at the Met Gala 
thinking that or trying to fool the people who are into symbolism and and all this other shit trying to fool them into thinking that she went to this Met Gala to make a statement to you to show her solidarity with the working class and see she's bucking the system y'all only morons who are again convinced by symbolism and empty platitudes like that saw what AOC did see what all the other members of the fraud squad does as far as symbolic measures and believe that they're actually doing something for the individuals that they claim to care about it's not the case real ones know that I um, but <laughs> I wasn't even going to discuss the designer until I found out about you know this alleged situation of her not paying her taxes now I saw someone ask this question yesterday asking if um, AOC and her people vetted this designer before they before deciding to work with her um, because it just seemed to her to the woman who asked the question it seemed to her it seemed very odd that you know a very I guess in a way she was kind of saying it was a mockery like they were trying to mock people who say who truly mean tax the rich when they say tax the rich by getting someone who is uh you know a I would say a wealthy designer fashion designer who evades paying taxes right but I'm pretty sure she was on the same train when people was getting on Donald Trump about it years ago, um, even last year as well. Uh, so, yeah, but that's how Democrats go. That's how Dems do. That's how liberals in general, hypocritical liberals, that's how they get down. So it, it, none of that shit surprises me. Um, but as to answer that girl's question or a woman's question, I don't think... There were many, the, the only vetting that went down when deciding uh, who they wanted to design the dress was to find a woman and a, quote, woman of color, as they say. I don't know this woman's sexuality. She could be a lesbian. She could be bisexual. I don't know her sexuality. All I know is she's a woman and she's a woman of color. And therefore, that's enough for the Democrats, especially the liberals, to say we did our job it's all about the looks to them it's not necessarily about the character and i've explained this plenty of times on this podcast and everywhere else it's got nothing to do with the actions of the individual and it's everything to do with the looks aoc wearing a dress that says tax the rich at this event where a ticket costs thirty thousand dollars if you did not get a personal invite to it, you had to purchase a ticket. AOC lied and claimed that she was invited to the Met Gala, but then it was released literally like probably hours later or a day later that she purchased the ticket. I don't understand why AOC continues to lie about little shit and think that she can get away with lying when people always seem to check her on her lies case in point another situation of that's happening the the uh the the uh 
January 6th situation, right? Um, she was claiming that she was held up in a Capitol and she was scared. She was hearing angry men and she was hiding under her desk and she was hiding all in her offices. And, you know, one of the Capitol security guards or whatever police officers was very aggressive toward her when trying to get her to, uh, you know, treated her as as if she was one of the individuals that was breaking into the Capitol and was very mean toward her and she was very fearful and all that shit, right? Then it comes out, literally a congresswoman uh, or someone else that's, you know, literally like across the, 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 the hall, not even across the hallway, literally like right in front of her, her, uh, her door, AOC's office doors, right? There's a woman who has an office right in front of AOC and said, I was in my office the entire time and none of what AOC said happened. There was no, nobody came to our quarters. No, none of the people that tried to break in to, well, did actually walk in and break in or whatever to the Capitol. None of them did that. Um, did that mean and none of them came to our side of the uh, Capitol? No, there was no police officers or Capitol officers that came around and aggressively was yelling where is she? Where is she? Where is she? Nobody was doing that. Nobody was banging on doors. And they, she said that their hallway was quiet. They knew what was going down, and she decided to stay in her office, stay in place in her office, but no one was there. In fact, I don't even think she said AOC was in her office at the time. AOC was elsewhere during that uh, entire uh, spew altercation whatever you want to call it the fact of the matter is this isn't that isn't the first time she's been called out on a lie there's plenty other times i mean hell there's times where she made herself she exposed herself you know she's going on talk shows and saying she's gonna uh you know vote for medicare for all but then she just then you know when it came down to it she didn't do it she said she was going to do this. She was going to back these people, do this, that, and the third. And then when it came down to it, she didn't do it. So, <clears throat> I say all that just to say, I, I know I've said this before. There's probably listeners like, you, you've mentioned all these things before. And I get that. But I really just want to drill it in people's heads, especially those who are fooled by the symbolism of those who listen to my podcast and you still do not get it well i'm still going to keep talking about it because hell it's my podcast i can talk about whatever the hell i want to talk about um and this is something that i just want to continue to drill in your head aoc is not for the people aoc isn't for the socialists isn't for the progressives isn't for the liberals isn't for she is for herself she has aligned herself with the ways of the establishment democrats she has made that clear via actions via the way she votes over and over and over and over again and because you all refuse to see it does not mean that she is not doing what she is clearly doing 
and I also can't stand when people say, but she, she, she never used to be this way. She started off as, we're in 2021. I don't give a damn what she started off as. Now, me personally, I believe that it was all a front, if you ask me. I don't know, but I believe it was all a front from the jump. I don't believe she was actually genuine in her cause. She's just, at first, she was, you know, even even bad actors at some point do a good job at faking a funk somewhere. She had me fooled at one point. She had others fooled at one point. Um, you know? And, like I said, I don't know for a fact, but there could be a point where she was genuine in her... pretty much being the firecracker that a lot of um you know uh that need that was needed in politics especially in the democrats but she was bought she was sold this dream well she was given this pretty much ultimatum of hey you know you can be this rebel rouser and be dealt with this these consequences or you could do this and be dealt with this situation why i believe that she was never genuine in the first place is because of her actions all this want to be celebrity um action all this she she acts like she wants to be a celebrity what is a politician doing at the met gala she wants to be a celebrity. She wants to be in that realm. She wants to be in that realm. Why is she, you know, constantly on social media? And, and again, like I said, to the social media life. And now I know the fuck is going on. This weather weird as hell. I know times is different, right? I know that you know social media is a part of how people communicate now especially uh, people who have a platform whether you're a politician or not and you want to communicate via that i'm not saying she can't use social media to communicate her whatever she wants to communicate i'm saying that the way that she uses it is not to me indicative of one a politician would use social media for to communicate whatever problems or issues that they they uh want to address she uses it as a way of again she she seems like one of those oh she's putting on this act of a social media i'm looking at this big ass bird over here i'm distracted as fuck uh but as someone who clearly is is that a stork someone who (laughs) not cutting any of this out by the way someone who is on instagram live or facebook live one of the lives whatever it is they both the same thing anyways and she gets on there and she talks about her story she does her little close-up facebook camera I mean, lives and shit where the camera's all in her face like it's the Blair Witch Project and she's detailing her stories and some shit. And it's just, I'm like, this woman is not serious at all about 
the job title that she has this girl is doing anything she's just throwing darts at the wall to be to try to get her name out there to be famous because if this politic but if politics isn't working out for her which isn't working out for her she can fall back and be a celebrity by doing this or doing that she's pretty much going the celeb activist route maybe the celebritist route I celeb activist maybe that's a word I, I believe I'm just made up celebritist but that's the route she's going difference between her and some schmuck that started a BLM chapter is again she had her foot in the, uh, politics prior to going the celeb activist route but she's a liar people who once voted for her now she's still gonna have people who are gonna back her up and shit because all she got to do is front like she give a damn and then you you still gonna have the liberals who fall for it and this that and the third um but to say her base is as strong as it once was before i highly doubt it i doubt that's the case and that's because more and more people are finding out how much of a fraud she is her and the other members of the fraud squad but how much of a fraud she is in general um and that's hey that's on her that's really on her you know i just want to take this opportunity to give her the proper reading that she deserves um, do not let, let that dress fool you. She didn't does not stand for anything about taxing the rich. Let's be clear. If the rich folks over there at the Met Gala, the people and all that, and anybody in that realm really thought that AOC was a threat to their way of life, they wouldn't have allowed her in, period. I don't give a damn if she paid her own ticket. They would have denied that. They're not going to allow anybody in there that is threatening their way of life. If I had 30K and I wanted to buy my way in there, they're going to be like, if you buy your way in here, it's going to come with a bunch of rules and stipulations. I couldn't go up in there and say the things that I say on this podcast there, even with my $30,000 ticket. And I damn sure wasn't going to get invited there anyways by anybody. And the reason why she probably wasn't invited is because she's not a real celebrity. She's a wannabe celebrity. She's like the... You ever seen them them, them rap crews, right? And you see the people who are clearly the rappers, the stars in the group. And then you see that one guy who hangs around the rappers and the athletes and stuff. But he doesn't actually rap or play ball. But he wants to act like he's a part of that life. He's a part of this lifestyle, this, that, and the third. Difference between him and uh, AOC is he didn't necessarily buy his way into that lifestyle. He just got lucky because he's cool with, you know, maybe the lead person of the group or he's cool with the athlete or whatever the case is, right? Shit, it could be the brother of one of the baby moms they banging or whatever. Who knows? But he didn't have to buy his way into doing it. But she did. But to her, 
It's all about the looks. Just like, but that's the case with all Democrats, with all liberals. It's all about the look. The tax, the, the, I'm going to go here at this event and I know for a fact if once these pictures come out that I was at this event, the, the, the base that voted for me, they're going to get upset about it. So I have to make a statement, a fake statement showing how real I am and how down I am. So I'm going to fool them into thinking I'm going to get them to, you know, get to thinking that I am making a statement for them, you know? So I'm going to, I need a designer that says tax the rich. And I want this designer to be a woman and a woman of color because we want to satisfy the, uh, the liberal base. It's all about the looks. We want to look like we give a damn while not actually standing for anything other than personal gains. And that's exactly what happened. And I thought it was very fitting of the universe to put uh, the designer together with AOC. The universe, the universe did that. It was the Democrats' lack of you know, morals that got them or lack of standing for anything uh, uh, you know, tangible that got them uh, that got AOC to collab with this woman, um, this designer, because again, the designer is a woman and a and, and a and a and a woman of color. But it was the universe that said, "Let's get a person who evades taxes because she is rich herself and doesn't want to pay her fair share, and pair it with this lying ass bitch who claims that she wants to force the rich folks to pay their fair share of taxes." Wow, colluding and being friendly and and taking pictures and being at this event with all these rich people just so she can say herself, I was there, just so she could fulfill her little celebrity fantasies. Yeah, the universe did all that. So there's that aspect. And again, I, I, I told you once, I told you twice, I told you 10 times, I told you 100 times already. And I'll tell you even more. Stop looking at these symbolic gestures that anybody does, not just AOC, and thinking that they actually give a damn. I say this, and then there's people that I know for a fact that will listen to it and still fall for this shit. But I'm not, I'm not, you know, saying this because I'm really trying to get it in their head. Um, although I, I wish that was the case, I'm saying this because I think it's important. I think that if it's there, if there's numerous of people that I know that are still falling for this crap, I'm pretty sure there's other people out there that are doing it. So it isn't just about the people that I know and love, unfortunately, that falls for this crap. It's for the individuals I don't know and I don't love. And I, and it's not that I don't love them because I hate them. It's I don't love them because I don't know them. But even those folks who are still falling for this hell it might be people that you know and love you might be listening to this and you don't fall for this shit this symbolic shit but i'm sure you know people who do and they need to hear this message so once you go ahead and share this episode and share this segment with them i'm not done here just letting you know that 
Um, we're going to get into a commercial break. I'm going to stare at this little stork birds, <laughs> whatever the case is, for a little bit longer. Um, probably finish this tea up if I can, and then we'll get on to the next topic. Stay tuned. So what's up, y'all? So many of y'all already know that I have a lot more interest in politics and life and speaking with fellow writers and authors and just other people in other fields that I think are amazing. I have a love and interest for music as well. Now, I don't necessarily create music. Well, I do make beats. Y'all should check them out whenever I share them on social media. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, all that. But I'm talking about... uh. And dedicated podcast where I speak about music. So if you like my honest discussions about whatever I talk about here, you're going to love the honest discussions I have about music over at the My Two Cents podcast. That is a podcast I do, a weekly podcast. I've been doing it just as long as this podcast that you're listening to right now. The My Two Cents podcast can be found anywhere you're listening to this podcast Go over, subscribe to My Two Cents Podcast. That is the word My Two Cents is spelled numerically dollar sign zero dot zero two podcast. Right after that, you'll be able to find it everywhere you're listening to this podcast. Once again, go over, subscribe to the My Two Cents Podcast. New episodes every Monday, just like this podcast. Now let's get back to the show. All right, this next topic here, we're going to talk about, unfortunately, some Twitter shit. I know, I'm breaking my rule again, but this time, I think this one is important here. This one is actually true to life. Um, This is not a stupid-ass Twitter discussion about foreplay or who should take out the trash or paying for dates or $200 dates, whatever the case is, is or is $100,000 considered rich, poor, or whatever the fuck it is. Nah, this one is about a lawyer or attorney, whatever her title is. She's in that realm. Who made a tweet, an offensive tweet, and is a practicing lawyer within the United States, an attorney within the United States. And anybody knows about the U.S. system especially in regards to black men, the judicial system, especially in regards to black men. And this is a black woman having these mindsets or whatever about this. It's absolutely asinine that she would make a comment like this and she would she should still be able to have her job and practice what she does because she clearly has a bias toward or against black men. And once again, this is a black woman, just to make it clear. Because had this been somebody, a white woman who clearly made a comment like this or made this comment about black women as well, I I think a lot of people would be calling for that woman's head or a white man made that. And this person was an attorney lawyer. People would be calling for their heads and rightfully so. Hell, if they made something that was anti-Semitic or homophobic, a comment of that nature, people would be calling for them to be disbarred. So... That should not change because you have a black woman who made the comment and called a black man a bullet bag. Um, For those who don't know what that means, it's pretty much an insult that a lot of the self-hating and 
uh, misandrous uh, black women have made up to insult black men and say that we're bullet bags or whatever um, as an, uh, a way of insulting us because that pretty much, you know, pretty much making fun of the numbers of black men uh, being killed by the police. And bullet bag is one of the insults that they use. People could try to justify it. This, that, and the third is Twitter. So, of course, people try to justify her words. People try to justify that insult. And then, of course, people try to say things like, if it doesn't apply, let it fly. This is not one of those situations where you can literally say a word that is negatively that is supposed to categorize an entire group in a negative way and then say, well, I'm not talking about you. I'm not, I know you're a black guy, but I'm not saying calling you a bullet bag. I'm just saying black men are bullet bags, but not you. It's like using F-A-G-G-O-T, faggot, yeah, saying that and then saying, whoa, 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 I know you're, you're the LGBT community. I know you're a gay male, lesbian woman. I'm not talking about you per se. I'm talking about all the other gays out there. They are faggots, and I don't deal with faggots. But you, I'm not. Nah, if that gay person got offended by it, I would not blame them for doing so. If that member of the LGBT uh, uh, community got offended by it, I would not blame them. And if they was like, let's ban, let's get this person fired from their job, especially if they're a fucking lawyer, <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm not one that usually calls for people's jobs whenever they say some inflammatory shit online. I don't, I, I, I don't necessarily get upset if any company, any wherever place they work, whoever they work for says, we don't want this to be representative of our, of our brand, and therefore, we're letting you go. I don't get mad when they do that, but I don't call for it. But again, this is the exception to the rule, just like how me talking about something I saw on Twitter is the exception to one of my podcasting don't do rules. Because this one is important. This one isn't just some baseless discussion on, 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 uh, on Twitter. This deals with real life. Again, you have a lawyer who has this mentality that Black men are bullet bags, right? Or thinks it's okay to make insulting, racist comments of that nature. Hateful comments of that nature. While working in a judicial system that disproportionately screws over black men more than anybody else. And I'm pretty sure that much like any, a lot of black lawyers and attorneys out there, I'm not saying they're faking a the funk when they say this, but she probably was. When she got into the field, she made the whole spew of, I want to do right for my people, and I want to make sure we get the justice we deserve. It's all a bullshit lie. From her, at least. I can't, I, I can't and I won't speak for all the rest of black lawyers and black attorneys out there, because I know some that, I actually, that, ha that actually care. You know, 
And I know there's people that's going to say shit like, well, if you're a lawyer, you're going to have to defend more than black people. One, you're a lawyer. Yeah, she, 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 uh, if she works for somebody, a law firm of some sort, she's not self-practicing. Yeah, she's going to have to defend whoever her bosses tell her to defend. I get that. But if you're a self-practicing lawyer or whatever, you if somebody comes to you and they said, I want you to be my lawyer, you can decline or set set offer. I know that much. But she's not someone who is, you know, in it for herself. But that doesn't matter. The simple fact of the matter is that she, as do all lawyers, are so they take this oath lawyers attorneys they take this oath and they're supposed to <clears throat> be fair and just to everybody whatever biases that they have when they're not supposed to have biases but you know people are people and people have biases whether good or bad biases people have biases but they're not supposed to show these biases especially um, in the courtroom but they're not supposed to have them or show them at all this is a woman who was comfortable online and keyword was because she deleted her twitter account and apparently she deleted all her social media now good I've, I've, I've seen people say that they've reported her to the uh, I believe the law office that she worked for I'm not 100% sure if she got fired or not, but they know what she said. People got screenshots of what she said. Hell, even prior to her making a comment, and the reason why she called this one man a bullet bag, because somebody made a tweet that didn't even address her. But she got offended and she decided to do what an immature individual says. And this is why I always say people, Going to school, getting degrees don't mean that you're a smart individual. She's she's just a dummy with a degree. Some dude made a tweet that was like, I think it was something about bitches being being something, right? Didn't didn't mention her, didn't say I don't even know if she followed dude, right? But she got offended by the tweet. She quote tweeted it and called him a bullet bag. Yes, it was a black man who made some ridiculous tweet that was just, you know, not talking about. And, and even he responded. It was like he he wasn't even addressing her. He was speaking in general, but he hit her with the hit dogs holler type shit. She got offended by his tweet. Called him a bullet bag. Now, I'm not excusing his tweet. But... When you're a practicing lawyer, attorney, just like how we tell police officers when people say, well, they're people too, and they get scared, and they get... When you have these jobs, you, you have a, a, a more... A, you have more responsibility... You, you, you have a higher responsibility uh, than the average individual. I don't know what this guy does. He, he's not a lawyer, though. The guy who made the tweet that offended her him to call him a bullet bag I don't know what he does but he's not a lawyer his responsibilities as an individual is not the same as hers as a lawyer 
and asked her if she was a, a police officer. There's no excuse to her mentality. There's no excuse to her tweet at all, period. He could have actually said that directed toward her. The simple fact of the matter is, if she didn't have that mindset about black men in general, she wouldn't have made that comment. Calling one black person a black male a, 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 a bullet bag and then trying to carry on to say, I'm not saying that's what she did, but then trying to carry on and say, well, guess what? I don't feel that way about all black men. That's probably what she's doing if she is actually being reprimanded for her comments. You know, I've only saw one individual who said that they reached out to her job and they said they were going to actually uh, confront her about it. Whether they actually do it or not, I don't know. I don't know the whereabouts about her. Um, if you all know... Um, and by the way, her name is, and yes, I'm going to say her name, Janae L. Jackson, because the title, Dispar Janae L. Jackson. She's the lawyer who, who said this, made these comments about, made the bullet bag comment. The scary thing about it is, like I stated before, this is a woman who's a real life lawyer, not just somebody on Twitter who calls themselves you know, Janae L. Jackson, Esquire, or Janae L. Jackson, the lawyer, the Twitter lawyer, or whatever. No, this is someone who is, and she was on Twitter flaunting that she was a lawyer. All in her bio, all her, all in her name. Let me go on Twitter right now and just type in Janae L. Jackson just to see, uh, you know, and Janae, that L. Jackson, if she if she related to Samuel L. Jackson in some way, you you better get your daughter, your niece, whoever the hell she is to you, bruh. Because she's talking about you when she says bullet bag as well. All right? But, like I was saying, that's the scary part about it is she got this job. And who knows if she got the job because she's anti-black, really. Or, obviously, she got the job because she just knows how to fucking read. Um, yeah, her Twitter name was Let's Talk Legal. She was based out in Texas. There's people saying, yeah, call Texas Bar Association and file a grievance on Janelle Jackson. Um, JD out of Dallas, Texas, and then here's the number. Hell, I'm going to read the number two. If you're out there in Dallas, Texas, and you want to voice your concerns, because this is something. 800-932-1900. That is 800-932-1900. Rewind that back how many times if you want to. Pause if you need to. That's the beauty of having this audio thing right you get to rewind pause fast forward if you want to all of that so i'm gonna read it one more time for y'all and then i'm gonna continue speaking 800-932-1900 do what you want with that number that is how you can air your grievances against janae l jackson So, yeah, the, the latest, let me look at the latest section, because I'm on Twitter now. 
nothing really too too uh nothing too recent other than people saying the same thing I'm saying. She is a black attorney working for an a, a you know a system that is already unjust toward black men, black folks in general. Yet she has the nerve to make the comment. And this is what uh this this person said that wasn't even addressing her. Bitches be miserable on here. And then she quote tweeted, the bullet bags are mad, y'all. And again, this guy was not addressing her at all. I don't even think they know each other. That's the crazy thing. She's She saw a tweet she did not like. She probably got offended by it because she's probably one of the quote unquote bitches who are miserable on here. On here being Twitter. And then now she made the comment. Thinking it was funny. Deleted the comment before the backlash happened, but you know how it is. People screenshotted it. Boom. Got it. So people are, again, putting the number that I put out there, um, the Texas Bar Association, to get let her know that, that, that let them know that she should be disbarred. The only update that I have for y'all about her Twitter page is it's gone. She deleted it herself, the backlash that she got. She did what everybody else does when they get the backlash on social media for the shit that they say. They put their stuff on private. But then when the backlash doesn't stop because people are either, you know, trying to message them or finding them on other social media platforms, that's when they delete it. There's no excusing at all what this woman said. I don't care how upset she was about the tweet. And like I said, the tweet, although was not directed toward her, was, I mean, bitches be miserable on on Twitter in in general. But when I say bitches, I mean men and women and non-binaries. I say everybody be uh, be on here miserable, here being Twitter. But... You're supposed to have some type of maturity, some class to you. You're a fucking lawyer. If you're someone that's on Twitter and you find yourself miserable and then you see someone then randomly tweet, bitches be miserable on here, and you respond the way that you did, this ain't got nothing to do with, well, he said something to offend me. You're an adult at the end of the day. You could have not responded that way. You could have not responded at all. You could have gotten offline, which I suggest people to do anyways, and then find healthier ways to to de-stress from that situation. But making a comment such as that, it, it just exposed how she really feels about black men. And this is a lawyer. And I feel as though the only reason why people, I'm not going to read every comment, but people was trying to come to this woman's defense is because it was a black man had it been a comment made toward black women a derogatory phrase toward black women toward a, a, a gay person toward a jewish individual and definitely toward an asian individual right now oh miss janelle jackson would be disbarred like a motherfucker right now Ain't no if ands, or buts. Maybe she is. I don't know what's happening. Like I said, I'm reading through these updates as I'm looking, and everybody is literally just saying, um, just they're all just saying that 
yeah, she need to be disbarred. She need to be disbarred. Call these numbers if you if you want her disbarred. Yeah, call this number, and I'm calling this number. I call this number, and blah, 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 right? So I'm glad that they're spreading their information out there for people to know, like I said, and, and spreading that number out there for people to know if they want to get in contact with, uh, you know, the... Um, you know, the bar system out there and, and, and uh, not the actual like drinking bar system, but, you know, the lawyer system out there in Dallas, Texas. I'm glad people are doing that, but no, there is no further updates as to what's going on with Janae L. Jackson other than the fact that she deleted her social media and she is a ghost at this point good though like i said i don't usually call for people's jobs when i see some foul shit happen i know that was the big thing years ago people were calling for jobs people were calling for people to be suspended from school and like i said I'll, i i thought it was a stretch that people were doing it but i think it's really up to the institution whatever it is the job school it's up to them to say we want we we will continue we want to continue associating with this individual or not and people will say things like what if it happens to you my big thing is i'm trying to do this working for myself thing so if people wanted to cancel me there's a number of reasons why that's one of the reasons therefore if i say something online i wouldn't say something egregious like janelle jackson did at least in my opinion i wouldn't but if i say something that offends somebody i don't know like pineapple shouldn't belong on pizza right i say that somebody gets so offended that they uh they contact my job i want to be at a level to the point where i'm like they're like yeah you know all this backlash we're getting because you said pineapple shouldn't be shouldn't belong on pizza we're gonna have to let you go you know you've done great work here we really appreciate it but we appreciate our bottom line even more i want to get to a point where i'm like okay <laughs> i see how it is I have this, uh, while I wasn't working for y'all, while I wasn't at work, there's a reason why I wasn't working for y'all every fucking day. I was doing my own thing anyway. So I'm going to continue doing my own thing, and I'm going to continue making my money doing this way. And uh, best of luck to y'all and all this other shit. Y'all just make sure y'all pay me my last few checks. You dig? And you won't have to see or hear from me ever again. Simple as that. But that's just me. But I also wouldn't want to get, I wouldn't get on social media and call people bullet bags, call black women this, monkeys and shit, call Jews kikes, call the LGBT faggots, call women this, that, and the third, or this, or Asians, you know, chinks and, and all this other, none of that. I wouldn't get on social media and do all of that stupid shit. And then when the backlash come my way, it's... You, why y'all so mad at me? Or not even an issue an apology. I don't want an apology from Janae because I know how she gets down. An apology from her would simply just mean words. And she a lawyer, so you know how they do. Using words to lie is their thing. You know? What I want from Janae at this point is for her to face the consequences of her actions. That's what she can do for me. That's the only thing she can do for me. She said there were things that she said. Whatever consequences come her way, I don't want her to try to counter sue anybody. 
I don't want her to try to, you know, say that she was being bullied. I don't want her to say, nope. I want her to take every single thing that comes to her, her way. Every justifiable action, consequence that comes her way and says, and, and, and say to herself, I brought this on myself. Because that's exactly what she did. That's what I want from her to do. That's the only thing I want from her to do. Is to admit that she brought this on herself because of her anti-black male stance. Her comments. How comfortable she was to say that. Because she didn't like a tweet. If it was okay for us to just say some racist shit or something hatred. Because we didn't like a tweet. Then none of y'all have a right to get on. Had a right to get on Donald Trump years ago. Or get on anybody for that matter. Because... They said some shit because they didn't like a tweet. Simple as that. So, yeah. Dispar Janae L. Jackson. Hopefully no relation to Samuel L. Jackson. Um, And um, I know that was corny, so I'm going to end off right there. But seriously, this is the shit that is scary because Janae is not the exception to the rule. Oh, she's not an anomaly or whatever the case is she literally there's a ton of anti-black male uh people working within the world especially with the public especially in the school system and all these other places all these other avenues anti-black folks in general and we gotta call them out we gotta look for them we gotta continue calling them out because i know there's an uh People who are doing it. We got to look for them. We got to continue calling them out. And. Apply that pressure. Because. There's no. There, there's no space for that. There's no way in hell. Somebody who has these. Negative mindsets about black men in general. Should be a lawyer. Should be a doctor. Should be a teacher. Teaching in black schools. With little black boys. Having this internalized hatred for them anyways. And like I said at the beginning. Had this been a white woman who had this internalized hatred for black men. For black women. For somebody else. The same people who are defending Janae L. Jackson. Will be on board. Maybe some of them. I feel like a lot of them. Not all of them. But a lot of them would be on board with getting... You know Janet L. Jackson or Janice L. Jackson. Let's 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 because I don't see a white woman with the name Janet. You know, never met one before. Not saying it's not it's not not one out there. Shout out to all the white women named Janet, I guess. But never met a white woman with the name Janet. But so I'm gonna say Janice. <laughs> they they would have got Janice L. Jackson out the paint. Is what I'm saying, and rightfully so. But the same rules applies for Janet. I'm not gonna not say it because Janet's a black woman. Not all skin folk are kinfolk. Alright? And I'm not one of these individuals that's afraid of black women because I'm afraid if I critique one, they're going to criticize me as misogynist or anti-black woman. Nah. Y'all know how I'll get down if you listen to me. If you don't listen to me, listen to me so you know how I'll get down. This ain't got nothing to do with me being anti-black woman. This is me being anti-black person who is anti-black male, anti-anybody who is anti-black in general. And, like I said, this is a lawyer in the judicial system that is clearly 
a system that clearly, clearly, clearly has been unjust to black men for centuries. If you don't see that issue, if you don't see the issue with this tweet, you don't see the issue with what a lot of us have an issue with, I think you're refusing to see it. I really think you're refusing to see it. And I can go into why I believe that is the case, but I'm not going to go into why, because I want to get some more rest, and I do have one last topic, so we're going to hit you with another ad. Once you go check out whatever that ad that that ad is, and then continue listening to this podcast. Stay tuned. So you know this podcast is about politics, pop culture, and life in general. And I used to review movies and probably talk about a TV show here and there. But now I have a dedicated podcast for that. It is called the Season Premiere Podcast. That is also a weekly podcast just like this one, but new episodes every Thursday where I talk about my favorite shows and maybe movies I've seen and I review them. So if you want to hear my thoughts on all of that outside of politics and all these other things that I talk about on this podcast, go check out the season premiere podcast. You can find that podcast everywhere you can find this podcast. Subscribe over there, just like you're subscribed here, and enjoy the rest of the show. All right, we're on our last topic here. Um, I don't think this is going to be a long one. It is going to be a message for people, a really simple message. Um, Like I said, it is in relation to the Met Gala, but it's not about the Met Gala. It's not even about the Emmys last night. Wasn't that last night or whatever? I don't know. But it's in relation to this whole celebrity worship thing, people having their interest of things, this, that, and the third, and just having their interest in anything that you might not have an interest in. Now, I know how annoying it could be when you have someone in your life and all they do is talk about shit (laughs) that is of no interest to you, you know? Whether it be celebrity drama, you care nothing about. Whether it be a reality show, you care nothing about. Whether you be a celebrity relationship, you care nothing about. Whether it be a song, you care nothing about. Uh, shit, I don't know. Maybe, maybe a bunch of TikTok videos or whatever, you care nothing about. Maybe it's award shows like like the Emmys, like the MTV Awards, like the BET Awards, like the the Grammys, the Country Music Awards, I don't know, that you care nothing about. Maybe it's events like the Met Gala, you care nothing about. And I know how annoying it is, (laughs) like I said, to have people who know that shit or care about that shit and talk it to you about it as if you're supposed to know what's going on, as if you actually care what's going on, as if you're actually engaging in this conversation about it, uh, about whatever this thing is, as if you care. But I'm here to tell you the way of going about that situation is not to chastise them for their interest. It's for them to, it's for you to let them have their interests. Now, Here's where, if you're someone like me, you like to pull the trigger, right? (laughs) Here's where you pull the trigger. 
or at least have your hand on the gun and your finger posted on the side of the trigger, not necessarily on it, but you know, gun safety people, you post it on, you know, the side piece before you put the finger on the trigger first. So here's where you have your finger positioned right on the side of the piece before you actually pull the piece. Not literally, people. I know that somebody's gonna listen to this crazy ass shit, and that somebody's gonna do some crazy ass shit. They're gonna play this and say that I'm advocating shooting your partner or shooting somebody because they are into some shit that you're not into. No, I don't mean that literally. I mean, here's where you would voice your opinion on whatever their interest is. If they should just straight up ask you for it. If they're talking about the Met Gala, they're talking about the Emmys, this, that, and the third, whatever, and they ask you, or if they simply just ask you why you don't care or why you aren't as excited or about whatever as they are, then that's when you say your opinion, you be honest about it and say, this is not what I'm into. Maybe you can have questions of your own, ask them, why do you think I'm into this? What made you think that I was into this stuff? Or have you... Do you know my interest? You know, have you ever thought about getting to actually know my interest rather than assuming that we have the same interest or imposing your interest onto me? You know, but let, let people have their thing. People, I know, I know it's, it's fun in a way. <laughs> To make fun of people who are so gawked over. Oh my god, this celebrity wore this celebrity wore that. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> I know it's it's fun. It's mean-spirited fun, but it's fun. I, But again, it's mean-spirited fun. And at the end of the day, if you're trying to be a better individual, such as myself. Uh, trying to be a better individual or whatever just let people have their thing their thing might not be your thing here's the thing don't allow them to make it seem like you're in the wrong because you don't have the same interest their thing is not your thing and vice versa just as much as you shouldn't make them feel bad because they're gawking over who wore this who wore that they actually liked AOC's dress doesn't doesn't you might not be making fun of them for that but does that that does not mean because maybe you're into sports maybe you're into politics like actual politics not full political statements but real politics maybe you're into reading maybe you're into other things podcasts in general podcast is a good one because a lot of people and probably uh, no one has said to has said this to me in a while or well, they actually have but a lot of people when i first started doing this podcast it's Hey, man, I would listen to the podcast, but, you know, podcasts really aren't my thing. And then you find out, yeah, they actually do listen to podcasts, just not on the topics that I discuss. And that's fine. Because the interest, even with podcasting, even with YouTube, even with anything else, you can still do something that other people do. And other people will be turned off by it. That doesn't mean that they're turned off by podcasting. They lied to you when they said that. But they're turned off or they're not necessarily into the very topics that you talk about on your podcast. I don't mean they're not into podcasts. 
because they listen to the read or they listen to some other podcast that talks about celebrity drama, this, that, and the third, or, you know, some other shit, right? And you don't talk about that stuff. It's not them not being into podcasts. They're not into what you talk about. And that's perfectly fine. Let them have their thing. But do not allow them to try to make you switch up your podcast into into uh, that other person's podcast. I say this all the time, people, especially to the first-time listeners, people who just stumble across my podcast for some reason. If I talk about things that you don't, that do not interest you at all, that is perfectly fine. But what you will not do, or you should not do, is to hit me up, send them a voice message, or message me anyway trying to tell me I should do episodes like this person. I should do podcasts like this person. Now, if you want me to talk about specific topics and I, and I think that uh, they're interesting, cool. But I said this a while back when somebody wanted me to talk about more financial subjects, you know, and, and, uh, subjects in the field of finances, you know, stocks and, and, and trades and all this other shit and Fortune 500 and yabba 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 stuff, right? All that shit. And I have no problem talking about any cho- any 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 topic at the co- at the level that I'm comfortable talking about them at. But I'm not gonna switch up my entire podcast to fit your interests when you could just find a podcast that fit that interest. In fact, I'm pretty sure you have. Because you wouldn't be telling me, you, sh- you wouldn't be suggesting to me or anybody else. You should talk about this topic like this podcast does. Or you should do it th- the way that this individual does. It. it just makes no sense. Because if I started doing that, then you're just going to say, you're copying so-and-so. You're copying this guy. You're copying finance man 5000. You know what I'm saying? Whoever the hell that is, right? I just made it up. But the comments will be coming in like that. If I started talking about shit that the Reed does or doing shit that they talk about or any other podcast. Oh, you're just trying to be like Kid Fury and Crystals. You're just trying to be like. But you told me to do things just like them. You wanted me to be just like Charlemagne the God and now all of a sudden I'm. Oh, you just want to be like Charlemagne. Now I don't want to be a rapist. And <laughs> we're back to the topic I had. You know I gotta throw my shots in there. But no, like I said, I didn't want this to be super long. Let people have their interests. I I understand how annoying it is. Or how annoying people can be. If they keep shoving it in your face, just pl- politely just say, Hey, I'm not interested in this, so... You can have your thing and hopefully you know people who are interested in, you know, whatever this thing is, but I'm not. So could you please just, and if you have people in your life and they really respect you or whatever, that should be a more mature conversation. If that's a conversation that need to be had in general, there should be people in your life that know you enough to say, 
he's going to be interested in this. She's going to be interested in this. They, they're, they're not going to be interested in this. So I'm not going to bother them with their time. A real respectful individual would do that. Like with me. If you and I know each other, right? And let's just say your interest, you're not really interested in, in guns like I am, right? Here's the gun talk again. And I'm like, oh my God, look at this new Magnum 357. I'm not going to shove a picture of the gun all in your face, talk about it and everything else. And and it goes blam, 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 you know? (laughs) I know that's not your thing, so I'm not going to talk about it and throw it all in your face. Now, if you ask me and I'm looking up pictures of it and I'm gawking to myself like, oh my God, look at it. If you ask me, yeah, I'm going to tell you. I'm not going to be like, nothing, nothing, just nothing, yeah. You, you wouldn't be interested in I'm going to tell you because you asked. And if you, 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 you should have been minding your business. You should have been looking at your own phone screen. You know? But. I'm not going to make you feel less than for not knowing. Or not being interested in something that I know. Or something that I'm interested in. Just don't do the same to me. And that's my thing with this whole thing. Let people have their interests. But. Don't allow them to make you feel less than for your uh, for your interest as well. It's all about a respect thing at the end of the day. It's got nothing to do, to me, it's really got nothing to do, really, really, really has nothing to do with just allowing people to have their interest. It has a lot more to do with respect. I think that there is the bigger message uh, when in, in regards to all of that is respect. If somebody doesn't respect you enough to say, hey, their interest is their interest and I'm okay with that. Or respect you enough to say, hey, I know that they're not interested in this. So I'm not going to bother them with said information. Then I think there's a deeper conversation that needs to be had rather than you two not having the same interests. Because that is not the problem. The problem is there's a respect that isn't being followed that should be followed. And that's all I got to say. That's been another episode of the Ernest Thoughts Podcast with your host, Ernest, so you love Ernest, same guy, different name, timestamps in the description box below. Hopefully you've gotten something from this last segment and just this podcast in general. And I appreciate that. I appreciate it if if it is your first time listening that you would subscribe to the podcast or you never miss an episode. They're usually not uploaded this late on a Monday. But, you know, like I said, things happen. But it's still still a Monday. That's number one. Two, I hope that you share this episode. And uh, if you want to support financially, so... I'm able to continue doing what I'm doing and I don't have to work another job so I'm not too tired over the weekend or too bogged down with the job or I can say things I want to say and not 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 be fired because <laughs> I'm not going to fire myself. Description box below, there's a way, these are ways where you can support me financially. Hit up the merch store. Clothing and everything um, is down there, merch and everything. Um, purchase my book, Late Nights on Broadway. It's a nice dramedy story, uh, drama and comedy for those who don't know. Check that out. 
hit up the donation link down there to PayPal and any other link down there where you are able to donate any amount is appreciated if you are decided to do that you can also pay be a paid subscriber of this podcast as well I am thinking of maybe well not even thinking there will be subscription only episodes for subscribers so a lot of y'all getting this stuff for free which is great i'm going to continue doing it for free but subscription based episodes will be what's what's the difference well you know they'll probably be a lot more raw maybe a lot more personal um and i believe this uh, how i'm going to do it is subscription based episodes are going to be a lot more about the same topics but me just continue talking about the topics I can talk about forever and ever and ever and ever, you know? So there's that. <clears throat> My mouth getting dry and this tea's all up, so that's that's it. That's the end of this episode. Until next time, until next episode, stay black if you are black. Especially black men out there. And all the black queens out there that came to the defense. Because there's a lot of black women who came to the defense um, of black men and wanted to get Janae L. Jackson out the paint too. So shout out to those queens. Stay beautiful. Black lives matter. LGBTQIA lives matter. Black women matter. Black men matter. Black trans men matter. Black trans women matter. And you matter. And I'm out. Peace.